Okay, so we're talking Fifth Element here, and I'm Peter A. DeLuca, yo boy, a.k.a. Pad, and this is a.k.a. Pad's audio audacity podcast. We're at the tail end of what I'd like to call Thanks Flicking, the films I am thankful for. I know we're in December, but I, I just had to do this, and I, I took a lot of time to think about these movies. It was an emotional experience putting this list together to get some momentum going into cinemas. That's right. We're going to do a Christmas series coming up next. But until then, until right now, let's get through that intro so we can discuss a movie that's second to only another movie made by the same director, Luke Bassan. Let's get into it. Can I sell you something? Everyone, thank you for joining me. Uzi Susie. This is my mini comic. It is a mini comic book bundle. It is ready to go. It is on Etsy. $25 will get you one comic, two trading cards, two stickers, and one awesome bifold poster. That's right. You get, it's, it's one hell of a bundle. $8 shipping. It's going to come to you priority mail. Uh, when you open this thing up, it will be a experience. You will you will unfold into the world of Uzi Susie. Uh, the product itself is designed to bring you into this place called Crud City, where she is on a revenge streak, and that's what issue one is all about. Let's get to why she needs a level of revenge and a level of uh, delivery when it comes to bloodshed. That we will get in all the future issues. Because it's all there. Illustrated. Written. By your, your boy here. By me. But hey. 25 bucks. And it's it's a it, it makes a great gift. But let's get let's get into Fifth Element. So. Valerian. Right. Um, we talked about this movie. Luke Passan movie. Uh, th- that movie. Uh, is almost like the brother. Of this, if this movie's a sister, that that movie's the brother. Now, Valerian, uh, I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Uh, I feel like both of these movies share um, much of the same, like, and I don't want to say visual because it just makes it sound cheap. But they share the same look, humor, uh, acting style, uh, flow, the beats. The rhythm of both of these movies. This is a great double feature. Now, Fifth Element. Uh, oh my God. I, when I saw this movie in the theater, I could not stop seeing it. Now, back in the day, in the days of South Jersey, that meant seeing the movie maybe like five or six times. <laughs> Some When I worked in the comic shop, um, we had this one guy, Mike, that would come in. And you know, he was like a big time art collector. He would tell me that he saw like the Lord of the Rings movies, like as they came out. He he said I think he saw like Twin Tower something like fifty five, fifty six times. It, it was ridiculous. Just like what, like what is happening? What are you doing over there, Mike? But back in the day, um, my trifecta of movies that I just repeatedly saw in the theater it was Fifth Element, The Matrix. And save, saving Private Ryan. Now, since then, um, yeah, like, how were there movies I think I could have went into a uh, deep dive with? Yeah, I think um, Watchmen. I know I saw The Avengers a few times, maybe three or four. Um, 300. Uh, you know, like, just these kind of, like, 
unexpected over-the-top movies. Uh, probably Transformers. You know, like, that blew me away. And that's why, like, Fifth Element is always special to me. Because uh, there was so much high school drama. Um, you know, with, with one of the girls I saw this movie with. Uh, complete, like, you know, we're talking... Um, Disney Channel level, like high school, or Gil Gilmore Girls, or Dawson's Creek level high school drama. I, Dawson's Creek is is the best example example of that. Yeah, and so me being like a young artist, me wanting to break into comics, me wanting to, to essentially become the next Walt Disney, George Lucas. Okay, wanting to be the next Steve Jobs, the next Pixar. This movie visually was so. Uh, I, I got so wrapped up in it, and every time I watch it, even now, there are so many little story elements that I pick up, and there's uh, there literally is too much story in this movie for you to really follow it. And so, to the general public, when they see this movie, they're just kind of like, "What? What was that? What is this movie? I need someone to explain it to me now." You hear that a lot <laughs> when it comes with Fifth Element. You hear that a lot, too, when it comes to something like The Matrix. It's like Dune is another good example. It's like, what is it? Explain it to me. I'm not sure what I just saw. Understandable. It really is. So I just watched this movie again. And I just picked up the uh, the way that they killed the doctor in like the beginning of this movie. And I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, right, because I remember him saying that they killed the doctor, but I just never thought about if I saw it or not, or what it was and what it meant. Just crazy stuff. The plot for this movie, it's it's like there there's like this evil that sweeps through the universe. It comes for Earth because of these fifth elements, and every 5,000 years, um, the four elements channeled by the fifth element need to be... Um, like harnessed and protected, uh, you know, to stop this evil. And the evil is just this giant sphere. Now it doesn't go any deeper than that. It's not more intricate. The evil um, talks to Gary Oldman, one guy who's trying to get the fifth element. So how like evil and <laughs> like like how 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 evil and destructive and all these other things can it be? Uh, if it's really just talking to Gary Oldman, who's running a giant company, by the way, like you're picking the wrong guy to maybe help you um, because you would think it's like, oh, he has resources. This is perfect. And it's like, no, it's like the the evil entity from space talks to Gary Oldman and is like, you, Gary Oldman, you have to do this work. <laughs> it's a little frustrating when uh, when you consider um, timelines, uh, timelines, having a board and, uh, you know, keeping your, your, your product on schedule. Which is uh, Zorn Zonk is the name of Gary Oldman's company, and, and they make products. It's, but it's the movie it doesn't take itself seriously. It's fun. It's funny, and it, it always moves forward. It never moves backwards. There's no scene or piece of dialogue or character you can remove from this movie. Uh, but that doesn't mean that uh, Fifth Element is tight and perfect. This movie. I will say it again. It's difficult to watch. It's difficult to understand. That's why it's the perfect dork movie. It's the perfect geek movie. It's the perfect underground cult movie. 
and it has somewhat survived on that level. Now, Valerian uh, isn't that lucky. For some reason, people are just dis people were disappointed it wasn't like Fifth Element, <laughs> and they moved on from the movie, which is shocking since Fifth Element has so many issues. Valerian, to me, is a perfected. Um, uh, it's 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 more of a better sculpt of what these movies can be like when you've had time to kind of like you know make more movies and learn you know get more tricks underneath your belt and and you you're more effective in your craft. Valerian is a perfect extension of Fifth Element. It's not really a sequel. It's not a spirit like, but they're brother and sister as as I said before. But this movie uh, goes back to heavy metal, the cartoon. Um, it goes back to heavy metal, the magazine, European artwork, Mobius artwork. There's a uh, a story of the fifth, fifth Element art book or making of book that is long on my list, and it's a two hundred, three hundred dollar edition, only one printing. Um, I, I would love to kind of get more dirty into the actual production artwork of this flick because I just feel like it's it's so rich and it's so there. Um, I would love to see some of the concepts that uh, that were developed along the way and maybe some unused ideas. Yeah, you know, most making of books don't go that deep. They show you um, what is on screen and how it got there as opposed to a full uh, making of. Um, you know, and I'll always give the Star Wars art of books credit for that because they go really they go pretty deep into the uh, development process which is why those you know they're they're the absolute best because of the uh, development work that they show off but yeah so i was again just like watching this movie and just blown away just blown away that this movie does what it does and it takes itself so seriously and Everything's like completed, you know. Like they go to a cruise liner in space. It's a it's literally a cruise liner in in space. Opera singer. Here's an opera singer. We're gonna have a giant battle in an opera hall or in an opera, um, you know, uh, concert. Like you know, concert arena. Or uh, um, the words escaping me. <laughs> but we're gonna do it. We're gonna have. Um, our guy win the contest to get on this adventure. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to have the president. The president's going to be, uh, his time's going to be maximized. You're going to only talk to him for 20 seconds. We're going to have that throughout this movie. We're going to have uh, orcs and, and, and an alien race that's just bent on destruction. There it is. And we're going to have like uh, two antagonists. You know, we're going to have two characters that fall in love just because. They fall in love because they're there, because they're in the same room, and that love's going to save the universe. It's there, and nothing's as it's all the like it's not it's never more deeper than what I'm describing. It is there, which makes this movie so great because there's an innocence to it. There's something uh, tan tangible. Now I remember reading about this movie, and Luc Besson, our writer director said that he had this idea for this movie at a young age and he wrote it in his notebooks and essentially it didn't change. But, like, I would have to research that. I have to get some of those, like, Entertainment Weekly uh, interviews or Premiere Magazine interviews to validate because I'm pretty sure he said the same thing with Valerian. 
and there was always an inconsistency there for me. But uh, he is French, so there you go. Uh, he's he also made two really good movies just in his early days. One's called Taxi, and one's called Subway. Christopher Lambert stars in Subway. You have to see it. But look, everyone, uh, every single time I see this movie, it is a dopamine rush. It brings me back to my high school days. It brings me back to, like, young love days, too. Uh, but it's really great stuff. And I'm always, like, again, always grateful when I watch this movie. I can never watch it enough. I may watch it after this. I love you. Thanks for joining me, and we're going to move right into Cinemas, which is going to be my celebration of all things Christmas movies, and this doesn't mean Die Hard or Batman Returns or Gremlins. I'm interested in movies that celebrate the idea and the spirit of Christmas. Now, if it's an action movie, sci-fi movie, or horror movie that touches on those those themes, then I'm all in. But if Christmas is just a setting, it doesn't exactly make... And you know what? That's going to be my first episode. Let's get into it next time. Episode 345, Cinemas. And then we're going to get into some Christmas movies so we can all celebrate together. It is the greatest holiday. I love you. Rock and roll. Until next time.